0: Whoa! What do you got? School photos today? No hat?
1: Got lined up, man. I look good. Yeah. Uh huh. Why are you texting me so much, dude? <laughs> like, it's just, brushing my I only, teeth.
0: I got text. I'm setting up, sitting down. I got text. I only text you when we move the time or if I change the topic. That's it. That's fair. You're adding things because before you said it was only if you changed the topic.
1: But you're a true dad. I love you. I know. I have no problem you texting me. It just makes, I have fun not texting you.
0: I know you do. You love it too. You wish I would text more frequently than just twice. You were like, God, I really want to see him panic. I'm a big time guy. I just am. I always have been. You know, I'm one of those guys that if I'm like one minute late in the car, I'm like sweating beads.
1: I get like that sometimes. My wife tells me to chill out and
0: I, I listen to her. Yeah, I just, I don't. It's part of my DNA. I wish I could, but I can't. All right, uh, the reason I'm wearing the Cardinals hat is because you brought them up the other day, and so I was like, why don't we make them an interesting topic? Yes, they just lost uh, the home series against the Milwaukee Brewers, but overall they've won 9-12. They are just 3.5 out of the wild card chase. Are you buying the St. Louis Cardinals?
1: Uh, I'm buying, like, a little piece, like a fraction of the Cardinals, and only for, like, the next week or so because if you look at their schedule –
0: Oh, we're on the schedule thing.
1: Yeah, I'm schedule watching because it's the Pirates. Mm. I think they get like six out of the next eight games against the Pirates. They do have like a two for Detroit series in between that. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: You know, get right in those games, and then I I think they play the teams they have to play. They play Cincy, then the schedule gets a little harder. They have to play the Dodgers quite a few times, Mm -hmm. Milwaukee and stuff like that, but... I'm, I'm buying into it a little bit. You know, so there's nobody running away with that second wild card spot. A, a ton of teams are, are actually going the other way. So, right. you know, they've been playing pretty good ball. They have a decent schedule. My man Jay Flair is back. Aaron yep. Otto's getting all fired up now. And maybe they make a run at this thing. So, like I said, I'm just buying like a little fraction. Like maybe like 5% I'm buying.
0: Oh, wow. To me, No, uh, more than that, Chris. I've, more than that, 10%. Yeah, no, I would say it's, it's way more than that for me. Uh, I think this has been building. And I thought it could have gone sideways about a month ago. It did not. Uh, Goldschmidt has steadily improved. Arenado has been solid all year. But Tyler O'Neal is a guy that has played great. Harrison Bader is a guy that's always been able to run, always been able to catch the ball. Now he's hitting enough to the point where you're like, yeah, he's a real steady player. But you mentioned Jack Flaherty is back. Kim is almost back. And probably the least talked about really, really good starting pitcher all year has been Adam Wainwright. Do you know that he is tied right now for the second most innings pitched in all of baseball? And he turns 39 in less than I love two that. weeks. That's... He turned, sorry, he turns 40 in less than two weeks. So he's not just hanging on here at the end. He is giving them good, crisp starts every time out. Um, so I like their rotation. The thing that has always scared me all all year long is their bullpen and the number of guys they walk. There's nothing That drives me crazier as a fan than watching guys come out of the bullpen and give a free pass. That will not – that doesn't help you in the long game at all.
1: Yeah, and and they have some nasty stuff in that bullpen too. It's just about Mm -hmm. not letting those free passes, letting those guys on base to put the pressure on the defense and yourself. So I I agree with you there. Um, Wainwright, what a stud. That takes so much time and effort and dedication at that age to go and do what he's doing. Yeah.
0: Uh, and also, a Tr Three Y Coupe makes a good point that Miles Michaelis makes his second start of the year Ooh. tonight. He's a wild card here. I, I don't know if you can count on him just because of the recent injury history. Hopefully, he's good enough to give him you know five innings per start here down the stretch. We'll see. Uh, I would put that you put him at about ten percent. I would put him at about thirty three percent. I do think that they're going to stick in this thing.
1: So. Let's see what Baseball Reference has him at six and a half percent to make the postseason.
0: Then that, that stuff doesn't matter to me. I, I'm, I'm putting... Screw computers. 30, yeah, well, because I'm putting <laughs> them at 33% to stay in this thing. I didn't say okay. to make it. I said to stay in this thing and make it interesting in the last two weeks. That's what I want as a baseball fan. That's what okay. I want. No, they'll, the way, be in, they'll be in it. They also have my favorite name going in baseball right now. Lars Nootbaar.
1: Yeah, Lars Nootbaar's pretty good.
0: <laughs> Kid from El Segundo, California, went to USC. He hit a bomb last night, so...
1: Oh, I didn't know he was a
0: SC guy. Okay, yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. now you like him even more. I do. All right, let's move on. More interest, more interesting series this weekend: the Bay Area battle, Giants taking on the A's, or the White Sox and the Rays.
1: No, you know I love aesthetically pleasing games, and the Giants and the A's is just that—the green mixed with the orange does it for me. But I'm going to say the White Sox and the Rays for one reason and one reason only. Uh huh. Maybe more than one reason. I don't know, but my reason is the White Sox are twenty and twenty-five against teams over five hundred. They've only played forty-five freaking games against teams over five hundred. If you go across the league, like say you go into the AL East and see how many te- times they've played right. teams over five hundred, it's like seventy-five times.
0: Well, that's because the division sucks.
1: The division's so bad. So yes, the White Sox at times have looked like a juggernaut. Their roster surely looks like a juggernaut. But, like, you got to go play these good teams and see how you match up. So I'm excited to see how they approach the Rays. I'm excited to see how the Rays approach them, what kind of arms they're going to be throwing at them and how they're going to match up. So I think both are going to be great series. Um, We'll probably – the Giants will probably win two or three from the A's and we'll barely talk about it. And, you know, they will be the first to 80 wins and that's just how it'll go. But I'm excited to see the White Sox in the race. Also a semi uh, aesthetically pleasing jerseys. There. Sure. Okay. Yeah.
0: I mean, yeah, I, I usually don't watch series because of games or hats, but I mean, that's fine. You do you. Thank um, you. Here's the thing. You, you make a great point about the White Sox. If I were a White Sox fan, it's the one thing that is, like, sounding the alarm. is the fact that they will not have played. I mean, listen, that Yankees series was really fun. Mm-hmm. Field of Dreams, and then a couple of really good games back in They Chicago. lost two out of three. What?
1: They lost two out of three against the Yankees. I, I know they
0: did. <laughs> but my, I guess my, my bigger point is they don't have a lot of critical series over the last four months of the year. They just won't. I mean, we know they're going to waltz into the, into the playoffs. It's just a question of are they going to be the one, two, or three seed. That's all. Yeah. That's, that's all that they're fighting for. So that is something that concerns me. As far as the Bay Area battle, I'm focusing on that because so much is at stake for both of these teams, right? Dodgers have crept to within two and a half of the Giants, and we know how big it is, the difference between being the one seed and the four seed come playoff time. The A's are just two and a half back of Houston, but they're also just a half game up on Boston for the second wild card. So every game is meaningful. So that's why I think I would focus a little bit more on that series. Plus, I love the colors of the uniforms in this series.
1: <laughs> I like that. White Sox 15-15 and 15 in our last 30, so not exactly
0: tearing it up right no, now. No, they're not. And, and it doesn't cost them a damn thing. Like, we barely notice. We bar- If there were other contenders that would play 500 ball over the last month, we'd be like, man, they got to pick it up. White yeah. Sox were like, I'll see you in October. Just be healthy then.
1: Yeah. I, I see. I, well, before we move on, Paul Ruback just said he loves the Dodger City Connect unis. You're probably the only person that
0: Some people do them. love them. I talked to a few friends yesterday around here in L.A. who do love them. I, I mentioned that yesterday. I thought that they were – They it felt like a rush to the finish with them. I thought they were on to well, something and then they lost them.
1: Well, I was – I didn't want to say anything yesterday because I wasn't sure how it would be uh, – perceived or accepted but like around la you know it's not los dodgers it's los doyers yeah it's Los Doyers. and i saw all over you know my twitter timeline yesterday like a lot of hispanic people were like why don't you just call them los doyers that's what they're referred to around here so then i was like okay good i feel like i could say it now too
0: well that's what it is
1: it should be los doyers they really messed that up yeah
0: you're right okay Uh, interesting series in San Diego Phillies just got swept out in Arizona by the Diamondbacks Padres just got swept in Colorado and now Philly and San Diego are going at it which team do you like better to bounce back
1: Um, I I think probably the Padres uh, they're at home and look the Rockies have been really good at at home which where the Padres just came from the Diamondbacks aren't good at all anywhere and they just swept the Phillies. Mm-hmm. So you know, either team is not exactly rolling right now. But for some reason, I'm I'm thinking the Padres come and take two out of three, and it's kind of like a ho hum series here. I don't think there's going to be any fireworks or anything like that. Um, but both teams need need wins, like every need single that. freaking win they can get right now. So it's going to be an interesting series. I mean, I'm sure they're you know everyone will play hard, and there's some big names and some fun that'll happen in the series. You know, like we see Harper and Tatis kind of going back and forth with some homers, that'll be fun. But in the end, I think the Padres probably take two out of three.
0: I'm with you. I, I'm worried a bit by the Phillies. Do you know that in the last 11 days, they've lost six games in the NLE standings? They went from two mm. up to four back. That's hard to do in less than two weeks. Yeah. And yeah. Well, they haven't played good baseball at all. No, they haven't. And, and they need to start hitting the ball. You know, I remember – maybe it was six to eight weeks ago, we talked about how this was a veteran laden lineup and it might be the last shot for a lot of these guys before they have to do something drastic with this roster. So I need Bryce Harper to get, going. I need JT real muto. He came out and said, he, he said, we are not going to win unless I start hitting the ball. And he's hundred percent. Right. I mean, I, Harper and McCutcheon, I think if you want to combine two for 33 in Arizona, that's not going to be good enough for them. Now they could get healthy from the standpoint of Reese Hoskins, could return this weekend. He's been ba- bothered by a bad groin. They're a different lineup when he's in there. I, I love his presence. Uh, I love his moxie. I love his enthusiasm. But he's not going to be healthy either. So somebody else has got to stand up and say, hey, let, let's go. Get on. Let's go. I don't think it yeah. happens this
1: weekend. I agree. Interesting pitching matchup tonight. It's Snell versus Moore. Two mm-hmm. Tampa Bay Ray guys going right. at it. And then tomorrow I think it's Nola versus and Musgrove. Musgrove. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it'll be an interesting series. I just think will be at home
0: Padres make it happen. I I think they, they re- rekindle a little bit of that magic when they start getting the home run swag chain going mm. and the lights start flickering just like it happens in New York and it's cool stuff. All right, um lots of good teams versus bad teams series. Uh, which playoff contender should be on high alert this weekend?
1: Oh well, I think uh, you gave me this question, and I was kind of having
0: trouble finding exactly what you were talking about. Well, like the Orioles play the Braves, like that would be a monumental upset, even in yeah. baseball, right? That's what I'm talking about.
1: I had, I had one. Let me find it again. I just clicked off. You want off me to go one.
0: while you try and figure no, out? What no, no, I
1: have it. I have it. I have it. I have it. Where who is the who are the Reds playing?
0: The Reds are playing the Miami Marlins.
1: That's who I. <laughs> that's okay. okay. Got a okay. lot of windows open on my laptop. Uh, Reds at Marlins, I think they're the one that has to be – they're the team that has to be the most careful just because the Marlins can pitch. Mm-hmm. You know, and they, they have – the Reds won a game last night. It's a four-game set, 6-1. They won it last night. Uh, but I think now they're going to get – they have a guy named – who's going tonight? Rodriguez? hmm No, Hernandez. No, Hernandez, yes. Uh, Alicia Hernandez has been pretty good. Goes up against Sonny Gray. Alcantara pitches the series. So, like, that's going to be a tough matchup for those guys. I think the second game they don't have a starting pitcher listed for the Marlins, so I don't know who's going to go. Or the third game of the series, excuse me. Uh, So I I would say the Reds have to be careful. If you're going to give me that question, that's my answer. Reds, be careful against the Marlins. Because I think they can pitch and be a good team at any point.
0: It was a weird question. It was kind of predicated on the whole Diamondbacks just took care of the Phillies thing and the Padres took. So, for me, it's – the Jays, I think I could still call them a contender. I believe they're like four and a half out of the wildcard chase. They return home to face the Detroit Tigers. The Tigers just had a terrible homestand. Um, Miguel Cabrera did not hit his 500th homer at home. So he's going to have to do it north of the border. So they still, the Tigers still have that energy. Plus the thing I'm worried about the, the Jays a little bit. George Springer went back on the injured list. You know, in his last homestand, he led the Blue Jays to a nine and two record. He hit over 400. He had five doubles. He had a triple. He had six homers. He had 16 ribbies in those 11 games. That was the, Hey, this is why we paid that guy 150 million bucks series homestand. They need that right now. And they're not going to get that energy from him. So where else is it going to come from? I mean, it's incumbent on a lot of these young guys say, Hey, this is the time we got to pick it up. This is a series we have to win against the struggling young Detroit Tiger team. Let's do it, and so that's why I put them on high alert.
1: I get that. I get that. It was a good question. Uh, we always, we, you talked about it yesterday. You know, you get
0: these schedules out, and you're saying, "Oh, this is a win. This is a win. This is a win." But it's baseball. You, you can't do you can't do that like you do it at the <laughs> beginning of the NFL season when it when the schedule comes out in the spring where you're like okay that's a win loss win maybe you can't do that in baseball no you can't because yeah you can have a pitcher beyond one day your offense can just go absolutely cold right and this
1: last week was a very very much a um, representation of that
0: yeah and they, now with less than forty games to go every series is critical when you lose one in the middle of June you're like ah whatever it happens now we're almost in September you cannot afford. Time is running out, people.
1: Time is running out.
0: All right, last one. We have the annual Little League Classic. My Indians taking on the Angels and Williamsport should be a lot of fun, although unfortunately there's not that international flair. It's just 16 teams from the United States because of the COVID situation. Um, Do you remember the first time you met a major leaguer? Uh,
1: Not kind of. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. So I have two in mind. That they okay. might be okay. Brad Fulmer, left-handed hitter
0: out of the Valley. Chris mm-hmm. uh, played with the Angels primarily. Yeah, mostly the, I think the Expos. Expos, Angels, yeah.
1: He used to hit at Northridge Little League all the time in the cages, and he was massive. I remember that. Like I remember seeing him, and you know, people saying, "Oh, he's a big leaguer," or at least he was in pro ball at the time. Right. And we just watched him in amazement. He hit, hit, hit the ball so freaking hard. I was rattling the cage, and, you know, it was very impressive. So it was either him, which I'm not even sure I ever spoke one word to him. I just, like, would watch him hit. Uh, the other guy's uh, Jeff Zahn. Jeff, G-E-O-F-F. G-O-F-F. Love that guy. He uh, was a pitcher, yep. left-handed pitcher, and yep. he used to give my brother pitching lessons. And we'd go over to his house. He lived in this, like, off-the-path house. And he had this big old, like, barn where he had a, a pitching so mound spicy. and stuff. And so he was really nice, and we got to talk a lot uh, together. So I'll I'll go Jeff Zahn. I think he might have been first.
0: Okay. The first guy I ever saw, I was at summer camp probably in 1982 or 81 or something like that, Jerry Dibzinski. You've never heard of him. He was a middle infielder from Cleveland, played for the Indians, and he came and talked to our camp, and they were asking sports trivia questions. I was like, oh, my God, this is my wheelhouse. And if you answered it right, you would get an autograph ball from Jerry Dubzynski. And I kept raising my hand. I was like, hello, hello. <laughs> and they wouldn't pick me to answer every – I knew the answer to every damn question. So it still sticks in my craw that I did not get an autographed Jerry Dubzynski baseball.
1: Unbelievable.
0: Go look him up. He had sweet corn stash working back in the day, you know, early 80s kid. I think he went to Benedictine High School in Cleveland. We were like, oh, my God, I cannot believe I met a major leaguer. I'll probably never meet a major leaguer ever again. Still waiting.
1: Still waiting.
0: <laughs> what do you have coming up on John Boy?
1: Uh, I'm going out to do uh, Talking Baseball. It's just me and Jimmy back there today. Jake is on vacation like he always is, so mm. handling the duties ourselves i got some meetings, and I'm off to Milwaukee tomorrow.
0: Oh, right. You're going to meet the boys out there. Nice little fun. trip.
1: Nice little trip. Uh-huh. Fine. Okay. What about you? Yeah.
0: So, um, believe it or not, I have a special one-off, as we like to call it, for the Rose Rotation. Okay. Pete Moylan has a fascinating story. Love a it. Fascinating story. The People just think of him as this crazy-talking Australian that they'll see You know, he is, you know, farm to fame with Kelsey Winger. And yes, he's got that component. But (laughs) I mean, you won't believe his journey to get to the major leagues. Didn't become a major leaguer until he was 27. Came over here, tried out with the twins, didn't work out, went back home, almost gave it up. The side jobs he had, it's just going to be good enough to listen to the entire episode just for that alone. So a lot of fun stuff with him coming up.
1: I love that that's really cool. I'm excited to listen to that one.
0: yeah, and uh next week, so are you gone just the weekend and you're back Monday? What's the deal?
1: come back I come back on Monday, but um I'll, I'll figure it out. We'll do it we'll do it on I'll do it from the road Monday. I'll be there.
0: Well, it'll be interesting because starting next week, I'm gone for two weeks in Las Vegas to shoot Battlebots. Now I will be able to do the show every day, but it's going to be an interesting setup.
1: okay, the battlebots. On the road, baseball today goes on the road.
0: That's what we do here on Baseball Today. Hey,
1: we need some freaking merch, like some cool merch. Yes, we and do. we need our own Instagram, all that. What's
0: up oh yeah, that? no, we'll get all that. You're right. You're right. No question. Baseball Today we merch, baby. We got. It's never never too late to start. So everybody have a wonderful baseball weekend. You travel safely. Uh, give Jimmy and Jake a hug. At the same time, bring it in close. Hug it out, what? bitch. All that. All right? Love you, man. You too, bro. Travel safe.